0: We now take you live to the field for all the exciting action with your host, Rob Withum.
1: A very pleasant good evening as we greet you live at the complex at Attlee Little League here in beautiful Hanover County, Virginia. It is a very sunny, very hot, very humid Friday evening and a foretaste of things to come as the temperatures will live in the 90s and get even hotter tomorrow Sunday and Monday, but it's kind of appropriate because the action has been heating up here at Atlee Little League, and for a couple of Little League District 5 divisions over at Tuckahoe Little League, Atlee, the main host of the 2018 District Five little league championships, and tonight here on 1029 The Mater, the first five championship broadcasts that we'll bring you over the next 13 days. And we begin with the eight to ten year old softball division. The young ladies take center stage tonight as it'll be the host Atlee All Stars taking on the All Stars from Chesterfield for the right to advance to the 2018 softball state tournament rock with them along with you here live on the mater calvis diesel back at the controls at our studios in ashland glad you are with us here on this friday night temperatures continue to be in the 90s though we have had a couple of friendly clouds occasionally block the sun there is not a lot of wind the flag won't be blowing very much this evening neither will the wind affect much of what happens on the field tonight Atlee comes in undefeated, having won two games early in the tournament, staying in the championship bracket in the first meeting against Chesterfield for the right to clinch a berth in this game tonight. Atlee was victorious 6-1. to one. It sent Chesterfield into the elimination bracket, where last night they faced Tuckahoe and had an all-out offensive assault, coming up with a 20-3 to three victory. And now Chesterfield has a chance to uh, get back into the championship mix. It'll be either Atlee or Chesterfield moving on to state tournament play atley wins tonight and the tournament is done if chesterfield wins tonight it forces a winner take all final game which would be scheduled for tomorrow at 4 p.m here at atley little league coaches umpires directors of the tournament all meeting here right directly below us at home plate it'll be Atley as the visiting team tonight chesterfield will be considered the home team couple of notes in terms of if you've listened to our regular season broadcasts of Atley Little League here on the Mater, you know that uh, games last six innings. You also remember that there were time limits to those games. There are no time limits here in District 5 championship play. So we will go the full six innings unless a team earns a 10-run lead after four innings. And then by rule, the game would be called early. So that's the run rule. And uh, that's all the rules you need to know about regulation. Six innings, no time limit, and a 10-run rule after four complete innings. Atlee, Chesterfield. One team goes to the state tournament. And if it's Atlee, they could clinch it tonight. We'll be back after this 60-second timeout with the first pitch of the championship game. Here live from Atlee Little League, 60-second timeout, as you're listening to the District 5 Little League Championship on 1029 The Mater.
2: Hey, small businesses, listen to these stats. 75% of reported cyber attacks target small businesses. $1 million, that's the average impact of a cyber attack on small and medium-sized businesses. And did you know that of those businesses, 60% go under within six months of a cyber attack? That's why you need Arcs Cyber. They advise, educate, assist, and deliver the kind of cybersecurity you need in these times of hacking and ransomware. Just visit Arcs Cyber on the web at www.arxcyber.io.
0: Since 1946, Arthur's Electric Service has been your place to buy outdoor power equipment. Whether you need a new lawnmower, saw, trimmer, or a blower, Arthurs has a variety of quality brands like Taro, Snapper, Steel, Echo, and Billy Goat. At Arthurs, you can compare brands to find the equipment that best suits your needs. It's the only place you need to go to shop for outdoor power equipment, parts, and service. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30. Call Arthurs at 264-2513. Financing available.
1: Umpires and coaches have concluded their pregame meeting below us at home plate and we're getting ready for first pitch of the 2018 District 5 Little League 8-10 to year old softball championship here at Atley Little League. It will be the homestanding Atley All-Stars, so far undefeated in tournament play, taking on Chesterfield earlier this week on Tuesday night in the uh, winner's bracket. It was a 6-1 victory for Atley. Over Chesterfield, that sent Chesterfield into the elimination bracket where last night they got a big 20-3 to win over Tuckahoe, eliminating Tuckahoe's all-star team and setting up this championship showdown. Chesterfield looking to stretch it one more game. If they win tonight, they'll force a winner-take-all game at 4 p.m. tomorrow here on field number three at the Atlee Little League Complex. Uh, if Atlee wins tonight, they will get the banner and the championship, and they will be on their way to state tournament play.
3: Good evening and welcome to
0: Atlee Little.
1: As we talked about, it is the first of five championship broadcasts here over the next two weeks on the Mater. Tomorrow morning will hit the air at about ten twenty-five, and it will be the eight to ten year old baseball championship game. Right now we know that Tuckahoe American is in the game. They have won the winner's bracket, and they have a clinched berth for tomorrow. Tonight, we'll find out their opponent as Tuckahoe National takes on Huguenot American. And the winner of that game here at this complex this evening, down the other side of the field to our left, down at field number two, where we've broadcast a couple of games this year, that's where we will be tomorrow morning, 10.30 first pitch, 10.25 airtime a Tuckahoe American against either Tuckahoe National or Huguenot American in the 8-10 to year old baseball championship. That is tomorrow. Then we'll be back on Tuesday night, back to softball action. And again, a 625 air time as we will crown a champion in the majors softball division. So we're back to softball on Tuesday night. And then a week from tonight, next Friday, July the 6th, we'll have for you The 9-to-11 baseball championships. The 9-to-11-year-olds will be playing for their title. And then the big one, when people think about Little League, they think about what they see on television live in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, late in the month of August. And that is known as the Majors Baseball Division. And that champion will be crowned on Thursday night, July 12th. And that will be our final broadcast of the season, as we'll crown a champion to head to the state tournament. And of course, if you win the Virginia State Tournament, you're on your way to the Southeast Regional, and you may recall the big run of the Mechanicsville Little League in the Majors Division three years ago, making it all the way to the championship game of the Southeast Region, falling just one game shy of a trip to Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Will the dreams for a new generation of Majors baseball players at 12 years old, uh, will that tournament getting underway, I believe, here this weekend or early next week, and the championship will be coming up on the 12th. And again, that'll be our final broadcast of the season. Now, fans, all of our games we will archive as soon as possible as podcasts, thanks to our friends at the RVA Sports Network. And we'll have those podcasts hosted at RBA Sports Network's podcast page as well as posted on RVA Sports Network. .com. So if you're listening and you have family and friends that are outside of the Richmond area who wanted to tune in and join us tonight, and we're so sorry we weren't able to bring it to you live online, we're going to get it to you on demand just as soon as possible. Uh, tonight at Sports network.com We'll do the same thing with tomorrow's game tomorrow afternoon. Uh, next Tuesday night's game, we'll put that up late on that Tuesday night, etc., uh, etc. Et so try to get that up for you. So not only... That you can listen, uh, but the, you know the, the the players and the families who are here actually tonight experiencing it live can listen and enjoy at any time. Starting lineups are being announced. least is complete. Chesterfields is underway, and first pitch is coming up in just a moment. Let's take a sixty second a sixty second timeout, and we'll come back wrap up the pregame and get first pitch for the twenty eighteen eight to ten softball championship. The district five title on the line. At Lee Chesterfield, coming up next after this 60-second break, you're listening to the 2018 District 5 Little League Championships on 1029 The Mater.
3: Massey Wood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923. Offering the finest in Heil heating and cooling products. Depend on Massey Wood and West for professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, gas or oil furnaces by Heil Heating and Cooling Products. Depend on Massey Wood and West for all your heating needs. Call 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood and
0: West. Established in 2011, Hanover Specialties is a small woman-owned business in Mechanicsville. They have over 30 years of experience in the commercial construction industry. With Division 8 and 10 Specialties, they supply and install a wide range of products from hollow metal doors and frames, wood doors and hardware, to toilet accessories, lockers, fire protection equipment, and more. Hanover Specialties takes great pride in their competitive pricing and commitment to outstanding community service. Visit them online at HanoverSpecialties.com.
1: The lineups are complete. Head coach Bill Figgy of Chesterfield high five and well kind of low five all of his kids as <laughs> after they were completed as announced, they all kind of took a knee there all down the first base line. And so it was the low five for the head coach, whose daughter will be on in the circle here tonight for Chesterfield. And of course, they will take the field first here in just a moment. They will be considered the home team tonight. <clears throat> Excuse me. And Atlee will be. Considered the visit. Time for the Little League Pledge.
2: I trust in God. I love my country and will respect its laws. I will
3: play fair and strive to win, but win or lose, I will always do my best. Good luck and play ball!
1: Well, there you go, fans. The the two words every baseball or softball player want to hear. Play ball. We are ready to go for the 8-10 softball championship. It'll be Atley, who occupied the third base dugout to our left, batting first, and Chesterfield occupying the first base dugout to our right, getting set to take the field. First meeting between these two teams back on Tuesday night for the right to get a berth in this title game was won again by Atlee, 6-1 the final score. forced Chesterfield into the elimination bracket where they survived easily last night with a win over Tuckahoe, bringing them back here to tonight's first game of the finals. And again, we remind you that if Chesterfield wins tonight, they force a winner-take-all championship tomorrow afternoon at 4 p.m. here at Atley Little League. If Atley wins tonight, then they will win the title. It's a double elimination tournament, and if you're not familiar with that format, the first team that could complete the tournament without losing two games and, and all of the other participants having lost their two win the title. <clears throat> so that's why when you get into the championship round, the first game is between an undefeated team and a one-loss team. And if the undefeated team wins, the tournament's over, and they're the champions. But if the one-loss team hands the undefeated team their first loss, you get a winner-take-all situation. And, of course, we saw that happen quite a bit during the College World Series. And, wow, what a crazy ending to the College World Series over the last couple of days with Arkansas needing just a glove, a foul down the down the foul line. I believe it was down the right field line. Three uh, Razorbacks were there to... Hopefully make the catch, and that would have been the third out, and they would have won the national championship, but none of them could get to it. It was one of those balls that landed in no man's land, and we've seen that a million times. And Oregon State fought back in that ninth inning and scored and won, forced a game three and won last night to win their third national championship. Congratulations to the Beavers. All right, fans. Excuse me. My apologies for the froggy throat here. Yeah, Calvin. You could uh, clear your throat a couple of times back at the studio. Maybe that helped help me out, too. I'll take anything at this point. As <clears throat> as the left-hander, Erica Figgy is in the circle, and will start things off tonight for Chesterfield.
3: to bat, number one, Ava Carter.
1: And your leadoff hitter tonight for the Atlee All-Stars is the first baseman, Ava Carter. All the practice, all the hard work, the team selection, the tournament, it all comes down to tonight. Chesterfield needs a win to stay alive. Atley needs a win to take the championship banner. Figgy is ready. Carter is ready. And at 639, the first pitch of the night is a swing and a miss for strike one. Carter, right-handed batter, fan of the Oklahoma Sooners, who of course has had mammoth success in college softball, and her favorite player is Paige Parker. Carter favoring the back half of the batter's box down 0-1, chokes up on the bat. Here comes the next pitch. It's a liner to second. One hopper gets past the second baseman. Right fielder there to back her up, but can't get to it in time. And Carter will reach and be the first base runner of the game. So Ava is aboard with nobody out here top one. And coming up, the second baseman, Casey Hughes. Casey is a New York Yankee fan. She's going to crowd the front of that batter's box, and we'll see if the bunt situation is on here. Figgy taking her time getting the signals, and now she's ready. Shows bunt, pulls back, strike one on the outside corner. Figgy feigns a throwback to first, Carter there easily. Figgy hangs onto the ball in the circle to count 0-1. Carter aboard, the leadoff hitter. Nobody out, top one just underway. Atley can win the title tonight. Chesterfield hopes to stretch the tournament one more day. Next pitch is high and we're even at one ball and one strike. As Carter dangerously stays almost halfway on the base pads. And now gets back to first safely. Counts one ball and one strike. Figgy takes her time. She is very methodical in the circle. The 1-1. Liner past third into left field. That should be a base hit. Carter trying to get to second on time. Will. Ball gets past the second baseman. Carter heads to third. She's safe. And Hughes will take advantage and grab second base. Aggressive base running early for the Atlee All-Stars. And they've got second and third with nobody out here in the top of the first inning. Trying to draw the first run of the game. And that'll bring up Camden Metz, the shortstop. Two in scoring position very early on. First pitch from Figgy. Popped up behind second. Right fielder comes in and makes the catch for the first out of the inning. They'll get the ball into the catcher. The runners will stay at second and third. And a fantastic job by the right fielder. For Chesterfield, she actually made the catch on the infield dirt. That's how shallow that she was playing and made a very important catch for the first out of the inning. Now you kind of hope maybe a liner that somebody can snag, catch somebody off base and get a double play and get out of this inning and still have a zero on the scoreboard. Figgy think he gets set. The first pitch, outside ball, one to Cadence Wilborn. Carter at third, Hughes at second, one out here in the top of the first. Nothing, nothing, but Attlee is threatening early. Think he gets the sign, the left-handers ready and deal. Swing and a miss, and we're even at one ball and one strike. Again, temperatures probably around 90, humidity plenty. It is a typical June 29th in Hanover County, Virginia. This is what you expect. When we get into this time of year and this late into the Little League season, the 1-1, misses low, two balls, one strike. Figgy behind at the count on Wilborn, whose favorite movie is the 1993 baseball classic, The Sandlot, and she also plays volleyball. Wilborn ready. Figgy gets the sign and delivers the 2-1. Swing and a miss, and we're even at two balls and two strikes. The strikeout here would be huge for Figgy and Chesterfield, as they could get two down, and then that would force the batter on deck, Casey Dowdy, to have to get the base hit to get runs on the board. Second and third, 2-2. Ground ball foul down the first baseline, and everybody will go back to their bases, and the count will stay at two balls and two strikes. Ava Carter is at third, Hughes is at second, 2-2 the count, and the pitch, foul, just got a piece of it to spin the ball toward the fence in front of the Chesterfield dugout, and will stay at 2-2 two two as Wilborn fights to stay alive here with the two strike count. Dowdy on deck, one away, second and third, top of the first, 2-2 again up the middle base hit into the center field one run is in hughes coming around she'll score easily and it's two nothing at lee all-stars
3: to bat, number 11. To bat, number
1: 11, Dowdy. cadence willborn with a fantastic at bat fighting off two two strike pitches with fouls barely getting a piece of one of them and then sending a solid single to the center field to score Carter and Hughes, two nothing, top one, for Atley. First pitch to Dowdy is outside corner for strike one. Casey Dowdy, right fielder tonight. She is a New England Patriots fan, and her nickname is Special K. Let's see if Casey can come up with something special here with one out in the top of the first and a runner on first base. Next pitch gets away from Figgy, and the count's one and one. Casey's a social studies fan, and when she's not on the softball field, you can find her on the basketball court. Figgy's ready, next pitch. Line towards second, jumped just over the glove. The outstretched glove of Myers at second, into right center field. That'll be a base hit for Dowdy, and that'll put runners at first and second with one down. That was an excellent attempt by Myers. It was just a little too high, and Wilborn goes to second. Dowdy... is now at first, and that'll bring up tonight's pitcher, a pitcher we saw and had here on our broadcast on the Game of the Week during the regular season, Sophia Peterson, who spun a wonderful game that afternoon several weeks back. It feels like yesterday we were here for our first broadcast mid-April, and now, boom, you blink, and tomorrow is the last day of June, and not only is the regular season and the Adley Little League season complete. The District 5 tournaments are now in full swing. Atley trying to have a big first inning. Up 2 nothing with one out. I think is ready. First pitch. Peterson a bit early on the swing. We'll tip it back here to the screen. And the count will be 0-1. Wilborn at second. Doughty at first. Carter and Hughes have scored the two runs for Atley here in the top of the first inning. Figgy, the left-hander, toes the rubber. The next pitch, nice off-speed pitch, and strike two as Peterson swings early and misses. 0-2, the count. And that was a beautiful pitch by Figgy. Heading the count 0-2, a strikeout would be her best friend right now, just to make the situation two out and a play at any base. The 0-2, missed low. One ball, two strikes. Other action going on here at the complex tonight, including that game we mentioned about eight and ten-year-old uh baseball. More on that in a second. Next pitch swing and a miss, and it's strike three, and she gets the strike out of Peterson for that all-important second out for Chesterfield.
0: Have, four, Izzy
1: so two down, two on, two in, and Izzy turn the third baseman, to the plate. Tuckahoe National and a Huguenot American playing for the right to go against tuckahoe American in the 8 to 10 baseball championship. Live tomorrow morning. First pitch popped up. Figgy's trying to find it, get it, and she's able to make the catch with the backhand stab going behind the circle and heading towards the second baseman. A beautiful defensive play by Figgy. So she helps her own cause with the strikeout and then the putout. At least strands two, but they scored two. And we go bottom one in the championship. At lead 2, Chesterfield coming to back. Back after this 60-second timeout, this is the District 5 8-10 to 10, Softball Championship live on 1029 the Mater.
3: Massey Wood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923 offering the finest in Heil heating and cooling products depend on Massey Wood and West for professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, gas or oil furnaces by Hyle heating and cooling products. Depend on Massey Wood and West for all your heating needs. Call 355-1721. That's
0: 355-1721. Massey Wood and West. Since 1946, Arthur's Electric Service has been your place to buy outdoor power equipment. Whether you need a new lawnmower, saw, trimmer, or a blower, Arthurs has a variety of quality brands, like Taro, Snapper, Steel, Echo, and Billy Goat. At Arthurs, you can compare brands to find the equipment that best suits your needs. It's the only place you need to go to shop for outdoor power equipment, parts, and service. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30. Call Arthurs at 264-2513. Financing available.
1: Back live here on this beautiful Friday night. The only the only issue tonight is is the temperature and the humidity. Other than that, it's picture perfect for a softball championship tilt. Here at the Atlee Little League Complex, just north of Hanover High School. Rob with them along with you here on 1029 the Mater. And a quick reminder that we will archive these championship broadcasts, five of them coming up over the next two weeks. We'll have same-day podcast coverage online. If you've got family and friends out of town who wanted to be able to hear the finals, we're going to have them to you just as quickly as we can post them at rvasportsnetwork.com. That's rvasportsnetwork.com, and we'll post a link to it on our WHAN Radio Facebook page once they are up and ready to go. And we hope you like us on Facebook for news on the radio station, your music requests, and the latest weather. And we thank you for depending upon us here in this last topsy-turvy several weeks of Crazy weather with flooding and road closures. and You know, the Mattapunai River finally went below flood stage today. Today is June 29th. We've been dealing with flooding for the last six weeks with historic rainfall here in the area. But no rain anywhere close to us on this Friday evening. Sophia Peterson in the circle, set and ready to go. And here comes the leadoff hitter, Kristen Niles, the catcher. For Chesterfield, right-handed hitter in the back half of the batter's box. Peterson is ready. Niles shows bunt, pulls back at the knees for strike one. Peterson ahead in the count, 0-1. 8-10 baseball, live coverage tomorrow morning. 10-25 will hit the air here on the Mater. And then back with you Tuesday night for major softball championship action. Pulls back the bunt, another one on the outside corner. And Peterson ahead, 0-2 to the leadoff hitter. Kristen Niles, St. Louis Cardinal fan and- Yeti or Molina fan, some changes to come in there in St. Louis after this year. The 0-2 held the swing low, one ball, two strikes. There's a local connection to all of that. Once Molina retires from the Cardinals, they have three or four catchers down in their farm system who could legitimately become the next catcher in St. Louis, and one of them is Hanover graduate Andrew Kisner. One-two pitch, swing, and a miss. And Peterson records their first strike out of the evening, one down here in the bottom of the first inning. Kisner played about half of last year at Springfield in double-A ball, is there currently. Spent a couple of weeks in May at triple-A level and hit the ball really well, but their regular triple-A catcher got healthy, and so they sent Andrew back to double-A so he could continue to get regular reps. First pitch outside corner for strike one to the pitcher Erica Figgy, and the count is no balls and one strike. Figgy left-handed pitcher, also a left-handed batter, the 0-1. Foul, back to the Atlee screen, down the third baseline. Erica, a fan of the Washington Nationals, and also a fan of the Longwood Lancers. Boy, they had a nice run in the Big South over the last four years. Figgy is ready, and Peterson is ready, too. Toes the rubber, and we get set for the 0-2 delivery. Check swing outside, ball one. One and two, the count. I think this twenty eighteen was the first time in three years that the Lancers missed the NCAA tournament. Of course, local flavor, Glenn Walters, longtime Glenn Allen standout, just graduated from there. Swing and a miss. And it's strike three. And Figgy will return to the bench. And Peterson has two strikeouts here in the bottom of the the first inning. So two down, nobody on. Chesterfield will try to get a two-out rally here in the bottom of the first. Down 2 nothing, and it brings up the shortstop, Jillian Bossler. Bossler ready. First pitch is high. Tried the off-speed, and it didn't do what Peterson wanted it to do. Jillian, a fan of the University of Michigan, but her favorite softball player is from around the area. More on that after the 1-0 count delivery, and that's inside and low for 2 and 0 She's a fan of Grayson Radcliffe, who had a fantastic career at Patrick Henry and uh, is now transferring after a year at Marshall University. She'll be playing for the University of Indiana. 2-0 the count, 2 out, nobody on. Pitch. That's also low, 3-0. And And if Jillian's listening to the radio, she wants to hear Whatever It Takes by Imagine Dragons. That is her favorite song. Jillian Shreddy. 3-0 3-0 pitch coming, and that's high for ball four. And after two strikeouts, a four-pitch walk, and that gets a runner aboard, and the tying run to the plate. Bottom one for Chesterfield, it's the center fielder, Brooklyn Laney. Laney ready, first pitch, drove it into center field. Center fielder coming to make the catch, a basket catch in center for the third out of the inning. What a defensive gem by the center fielder for the Atley All-Stars, who's getting mobbed by her teammates as she comes back here to the dugout. Fantastic catch. Two strikeouts for Peterson, the great catch in center field. And if that had gotten past Crafton in center, Chesterfield probably scores a run, and Laney probably doubles or triples. That catch saved at least one run and possibly more. We'll go to the second at least two, Chesterfield nothing. Back after this 30, we'll take a 30-second timeout. As you're listening to the 2018 District 5, 8-10 softball championship only on 1029, The Mater. The
2: largest organ of the human body is... The skin, that's right. So taking care of your skin is pretty important. Some skin conditions are unsightly like acne, but some are downright dangerous like moles or infections. And worst of all, you can't always see those things because they're in a place you can't quite reach. It's a good idea to see a dermatologist at least once a year. And a good one to see is James River Dermatology. They have two locations for you on Alvisor Plaza in Midlothian and in Mechanicsville on Mechanicsville Turnpike. Call for an appointment at 379-0116 or just go online to jamesriverderm.com. I feel better
1: already. So Abigail Abigail Crofton, the center fielder who just made the fantastic basket catch to end the top of the uh, bottom of the first inning for Chesterfield, will lead off here in the second. Tell you... Crafton's catch out there reminded me of how Calvin Cecil used to patrol the outfield for Patrick Henry back in the day. Ah, big big outfield presence, Calvin was, back in his Patriot days. So Crafton, and how many times do you see this in either baseball or softball? Somebody makes a great defensive play, and then when you come to bat, they're the leadoff hitter. And a lot of times, they end up doing something positive. So let's see what the center fielder can do. Figgy for her second inning in the circle is ready, toes the rubber and here comes the first pitch. Shows bunt, lays it down nicely. They runs toward it. The throw to first is in time, just in time to retire Crafton for the first out of the inning. Nice the job. In and even better patience by Figgy to turn and make the good throw. Better to make a good throw and be a bit late then make a wild throw and give up an extra base or two. In the end, she gets the first out. And now she'll face the left fielder, Shannon McKeever. First pitch will go outside to the left-handed hitter for ball one. McKeever, like uh, your humble broadcaster tonight, a Baltimore Oriole fan, long-suffering Oriole fan this season, the 1-0 pitch will hit the knees at the outside corner for strike one. When she is not playing softball, she's either swimming or playing basketball, and she enjoys math. In school, it's in session. The 1-1. One, one. Swing and a miss as the off-speed got McKeever to commit early of the swing, and not a whole lot she could do. It was almost a slow-motion swing, uh, hoping and praying that maybe the ball would catch the bat. 1-2 and two, the count. Figgy ahead, one out. Nobody on here, top of the second. Now the 1-2. The outside corner for strike three. First strikeout of the night, of this inning, I should say, for Figgy. The second of the game. As you'll recall, she got a huge strikeout for the second out of the inning, back at inning number one. We'll go back to the top of the order now for Atley Carter, who scored in the first. First pitch. Liner toward Figgy. She'll run out of the circle to the right and she'll make the catch for the third out of the inning. So for the second straight inning, Figgy strikes out a batter for the second out and then is able to make a nice play defensively like in play the, the infield, running outside the circle the field, to catch the third out so of go the go inning. Go to Middle best of, best of best second, best two nothing Atlee, back after the sixty second timeout. District the five eight, eight to ten hard. softball championship the continues here live on no one oh two nine, nine the Mayor.
0: Established in 2011, Hanover Specialties is a small woman-owned business in Mechanicsville. They have over 30 years of experience in the commercial construction industry. With Division 8 and 10 Specialties, they supply and install a wide range of products from hollow metal doors and frames, wood doors and hardware, to toilet accessories, lockers, fire protection equipment, and more. Hanover Specialties takes great pride in their competitive pricing and commitment to outstanding community service.
2: Visit them online at HanoverSpecialties.com. The largest organ of the human body is the skin. That's right. So taking care of your skin is pretty important. Some skin conditions are unsightly, like acne, but some are downright dangerous, like moles or infections. And worst of all, you can't always see those things because they're in a place you can't quite reach. It's a good idea to see a dermatologist at least once a year. And a good one to see is James River Dermatology. They have two locations for you on Alverser Plaza in Midlothian and in Mechanicsville on Mechanicsville Turnpike. Call for an appointment at 379-0116 or just go online to jamesriverderm.com.
1: I feel better already. Absolutely, Raj, and a big thanks to James River Dermatology. Two locations, Alverser Drive in Midlothian and on Mechanicsville Turnpike in Mechanicsville for helping sponsor tonight's championship broadcast here on 102.9 the Mater. Bottom of the second, Chesterfield to bat. Atley with the 2 0 lead. Both of the runs in the first inning. And then uh, Figgy, the pitcher for Chesterfield, settled in. It's able to get key strikeouts for second outs in both the first and the second. Made her own put out to end each inning. And now needs the offense to get going and figure out Sophia Peterson. Second inning to work for Peterson.
0: Now to bat, number 44, Kirsten Cousins.
1: And here we go, bottom two. Sophia toes the rubber. First pitch, check swing low for ball one to Kirsten Cousins, the left fielder tonight. She is a Florida Gators fan. She's an honor roll student. She loves to swim, and she also enjoys playing basketball. The 1-0 pitch, swing and a miss, and we're even one ball. And one strike. Third and first, playing a bit ahead of the bag. Short and second in double play depth. Outfield, pretty much straight away. Center fielder cheating a bit to the right. Next pitch, check swing, and a nice job by Cousins to do that to get ahead in the count. Two and one. As the pitch comes across below the knees. Two and one, nobody out. Bottom second, Chesterfield up, trailing two nothing. And again, if you're just joining us, if Atley wins tonight, they win the 8-10 Softball District 5 title. If Chesterfield can get the victory tonight, they force a winner-take-all game tomorrow at 4 p.m. here at Atley Little League. An 8-10 to baseball championship decides possibly tomorrow here on the Mater. Airtime 1025 will be right back here early tomorrow morning. Breakfast at Atley Little League, which we did a couple of times during the regular season. 2-1 the count. Peterson delivers right down the middle for strike two. two and 2-2 two now on Cousins. Cousins, Bessler, check that, Bessler, and Myers scheduled here in the bottom of the second inning for Chesterfield. Peterson delivers. Got the inside corner for strike three. Cousins retired for the first out of the second inning.
3: Now to bat, number one,
1: Aislinn Bessler. So... Three strikeouts so far for Sophia Peterson. One defensive gym in center field by Crafton to end the first inning. And with one out and nobody on, Aislinn Bossler to bat for Chesterfield. First pitch, swing, and a miss for strike one. Bossler also a Michigan Wolverine fan. <laughs> and when asked her favorite subject in school, the answer was emphatically, lunch. Video one. Low. One ball and one strike. When I was in school, we were always scared of the manager's choice when that came up on the menu. That usually was not a positive day in the lunchroom. The 1-1. Tipped foul, and it'll be one ball and two strikes. can also remember getting in trouble with my parents when we used to take bag lunches to school and then trade food with each other at the lunch table. That was considered a no-no back in fourth grade. Here comes the 1-2. Swing and a miss, and Bossler becomes the fourth strikeout victim for Sophie Peterson this evening. Sophia with two down and nobody on, will get set to face the second baseman, Aaliyah Myers. Right-handed hitter, trying to get something going here for Chesterfield, only down by two. Very manageable and still just the bottom of the second here in the championship game. First pitch, fouled back to the screen, the count 0-1. Myers also a fan of Grayson Radcliffe, the Patrick Henry alum we mentioned a few moments ago. And I suspect if she had her way on the 4th of July, they would grill steak and grill some corn on the cob at her place. That's her favorite meal. Next pitch, fouled again back to the screen. Myers down 0-2. The diminutive one. Aaliyah, one of the smaller players on the team. Man, she tried hard on that liner at second base. Jumped high and almost grabbed it. Just went off the tip of her glove back in the first. Next pitch, swing and a miss for strike three. So Myers is retired. Peterson strikes out the side. And Chesterfield still looking at a two-run deficit as we head to the third. Five strikeouts for Sophia Peterson through two innings of work. Atlee to bat top three, up to nothing Back after this 60, 60-second 60 timeout, as the 2018 8 to 10 softball District 5 championship rolls on here live on 102.9 The Mater.
2: Hey, small businesses, listen to these stats. 75% of reported cyber attacks target small businesses. $1 million, that's the average impact of a cyber attack on small and medium-sized businesses. And did you know that of those businesses, 60% go under within six months of a cyber attack? That's why you need Arcs Cyber. They advise, educate, assist, and deliver the kind of cybersecurity you need in these times of hacking and ransomware. Just visit Arcs Cyber on the web at www.arxcyber.io.
3: Massey Wood & West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923. Offering the finest in Heil heating and cooling products. Depend on Massey Wood & West for professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, gas or oil furnaces by Heil Heating & Cooling Products. Depend on Massey Wood & West for all your heating needs. Call 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood & West.
1: Let's make it official for another hour, shall we? You're listening to WHAN Ashland-Richmond and W275BQ Ashland. Rob with them live at the Atlee Little League Complex. First of five championship games here on the Mater over the next 13 days in District 5 Little League. We kick it off tonight here with 8-10 to softball. Two runs, top of the first. The difference so far is Atlee leads Chesterfield 2 to nothing. As we get set for the top of inning, number three. Casey Hughes will lead things off. First pitch from Figgy will hit the outside corner for strike one.
0: Casey
1: Hughes. Erica Finney takes that ball, slams it into her glove a few times, and t- toes the rubber. She's set. Now the 0-1. Swing and a miss, and Hughes down to the count 0-2. Hughes scored one of the two runs. In the first inning for Atley, she is a math fan. She has a dog, name is Duncan. Hughes is ready. Figgy is ready in the O2. Swing and a miss. Got her on the off-speed pitch. It looked like it was going to be high and then drop into Hughes's bread box and took a hard swing and came up with air. Hughes retired. Nice strikeout for Figgy. Her third tonight and with one down. And nobody on. That brings up Camden Metz. First pitch, ball one. Mets 0-for-1 so far tonight. And the shortstop for the Atley All-Stars. Next pitch. A bit outside. 2-0 now the count. Camden ready for football season. She's to Dallas Cowboys fans. And uh, she collects silly bands. Ziggy with a deep breath and then toes that rubber. The lefty ready in the 2-0. Fly toward right field, it gets over the second baseman's head, who went into shallow right to try to get the ball, and it'll be a base hit not for Camden Mets. Ball came off the bat, kind of an awkward spin, second baseman, and went into no man's land, second baseman didn't have time to get in- into the grass and very shallow right, right fielder's playing shallow, but not shallow enough. And Metz is aboard with a one-out single. That brings up Cadence Wilborn, who already has two RBI tonight for Atley. First pitch foul down first baseline, and the count is 0-1. You'll recall that at bat. Wilborn was even in the count 2-2 two and two and fouled off two pitches. Figgy was trying to kind of bite the outside corner. Wilborn wouldn't let her. And then got one right up the middle for that two-run single to center. 0-1 pitch. Foul again. Up against the fence in front of the Chesterfield dugout. And the count on Wilburn is 0 and 2. Kate's favorite player is Jackie Robinson, her favorite colleges, Virginia Tech, and Randolph Macon. 0 2 the count, runner at first. The pitch misses outside. One ball, two strikes. Trying to steal second, throw to second is off the glove of the shortstop. And Mets will make it to second base with a stolen base. Had she been able to glove that ball, I'm not sure she would have been able to reach all the way down in time to apply the tag. And so Mets in scoring position, Wilborn with another chance at an RBI, but down at the count, one and two with one out here, top three. The one-two pitch, fly ball, left field, left fielder playing shallow right in perfect position to make the catch for the second out of the inning. Throw back to the pitcher, gets past the pitcher, the catcher has to go get it, and that gets Mets time to advance to third after the out. So the bad news is for Atlee, there's two out. The good news is on the throwing error coming in, they're able to get Mets to third. And so a hit will easily mean a run here, as would two down, Dowdy comes to the plate. Can you see the right fielder when she is not playing softball or travel softball? She's playing travel basketball and rec league basketball. She is a sports junkie. First pitch inside, swing and a miss. They're going to consider it a foul. No, they're not. They're going to consider it a strike. Throat to the plate, and the call is safe. Now, quickly, they're going to tag her. Figgy went to tag her near the fence and the umpire says no she's already made it to home plate figgy thought maybe that she had not that the plate had been blocked and thought the play was still live and went to tag her as she headed toward the dugout so that will make it three to nothing and the hesitation there was it looked like it might have been a foul tip on Dowdy but it was not it was a swing and a miss so strike one but when it gets past the catcher it gave Metz just enough time to come racing home and sliding in next pitch outside one and one so you man- manufacture a run there in a very tough way because there's not much of a backstop here on field number three at Atlee Little League. If you're going to come home, you have to commit and then race your hardest to get here. Next pitch is outside. 2-1 now the count on Dowdy with the lead now at 3. 3 nothing. Atlee met scoring as a passed ball. Two one count, Figgy ready. The pitch, pop towards second base. Backs up to try to make the play, and it goes just behind Branch. She needed one more back pedal and didn't have now time to, to bat,
0: do it. Number 12,
1: and that is just enough for a base hit into shallow right center field for Dowdy.
0: Oh. Now to bat number three, Blake Cropper,
1: and we'll get our first offensive substitution of the game as Blake Crawford will come to bat with 2 out and a runner at first here in the top of the 3rd for Atley leading 3, three nothing Ziggy the lefty ready Crawford is a left-handed hitter first pitch foul back to the home plate screen just to our left and the count is 0 and 1 Blake is a fan of Florida State, but her favorite player is somebody you're familiar with. Aaron Akers, who graduated from Hanover and is one of two former Hanover Hawks, now playing at Central Arkansas. Kalen Shepard being the other. 0-1 the count. Figgy ready. The pitch. Swing and a miss. And Crawford down to the count. 0-2. As Niles quickly up with the ball to make sure that there's no chance of anyone trying to steal second. 0-2 with two out. Runner at first, to run in here in the third, Atlee up 3-0. Crawford ready, here comes the 0-2. Line down first baseline, but foul up against the fence and we will stay at 0-2. Blake's favorite movie, Harry Potter. Now, I don't know if she means one of them or all of them. Kind of like if you're a Star Wars fan. Now, there's the debate, we don't need to start. 0-2 pitch again. Grounder towards second to Hopper, picked up. Throw to first in time to replace Crawford, and pick up the third out of the inning. So Atley manufactures a run with a single, stolen base, an error moves a runner up to third. A pass ball gets her in, and we'll go bottom three here in the championship. With Atley needing a win tonight to seal the banner, Chesterfield needs a win to force a winner-take-all game tomorrow, and Atley currently with the three-nothing lead. Bottom three coming up, and it's six innings. For those of you new, listening to us for the first time, maybe did not join us for the Atlee Little League game of the week, but joining us because it's District 5 tournament time, six innings, no time limit. Ten-run rule is in effect after four. Let's take a a 30-second timeout, and we'll come back. Chesterfield, two-bat, down three, trying to figure out Sophia Peterson, who has five strikeouts so far this evening. Back after this 30-second break on 1029, the later.
0: Established in 2011, Hanover Specialties is a small woman-owned business in Mechanicsville. They have over 30 years of experience in the commercial construction industry. With Division 8 and 10 Specialties, they supply and install a wide range of products, from hollow metal doors and frames, wood doors and hardware, to toilet accessories, lockers, fire protection equipment, and more. Hanover Specialties takes great pride in their competitive pricing and commitment to outstanding community service. Visit them online at HanoverSpecialties.com.
1: Back at Atley Little League, big thanks to all of our sponsors tonight, including Hanover Specialties, for making our broadcast here possible at the beautiful facilities at Atley Little League as the sun is beginning to tilt towards saying goodnight on this Friday and the temperatures are getting a bit more bearable. Umpires taking a moment to enjoy some water and and a well-deserved break for them, especially the home plate umpire. Got to be the hottest person on the field every single game. And with all the equipment and whatnot that they have to wear from a protection standpoint, and right behind them are the two catchers. But at least, you know, they get to go into the dugout once in a while and get rid of all of that. The umpire does not have such an advantage. So Atley grabs a run, manufactures one in the third on a single stolen base, advance on an error, and score on a passed ball. Camden Metz doing the honors. And now it's Chesterfield to bat here in the third, down 3 nothing. Peterson's first pitch is swing and a miss strike one to Kennedy Branch, the right fielder. A fan of Texas A&M, but her favorite softball player, plays right down the road. More on that after the 0-1. Tap foul to the screen, 0-2 now on Branch. Favorite player is Taylor Sanderford, starting third baseman for Randolph-Macon and graduate of Atley High School, or a Taylor Sanford fan too. O2 pitch, foul, hard foul back to the screen, and Branch stays alive at O and two. Her favorite song is one of Calvin's favorites, "Let's Go" by Trick Daddy. She prefers the football version, and she says she's a picky eater. I, I can I can attest to that too. Next pitch, swing and a miss. Peterson with the off-speed, fooled branch into an early swing, and you'll now make it six strikeouts for Sophia Peterson with one out in the third. So one down here in the third. Chesterfield looking to answer. And cut into this 3 nothing deficit. First baseman, Abby Conwell, to the plate. Right-handed hitter. First pitch is at the letters for strike one to Conwell. She enjoys horseback riding when not playing softball. And she is a roller coaster enthusiast. Oh, one shows bunt, pops it up, a catcher underneath, and Wilborn will make the catch on the bunt attempt.
0: Set,
1: four, Kristen Niles. And there are two down here in the third inning, and the Chesterfield All Stars still trying to just figure out a way to get something going as we get to the top of the order, and Kristen Niles, the catcher. Two away here in the third, nothing. Atlee. Going to show bunt, pulls back, ball in the dirt, 1-0, the count. Niles has played softball for more than half her life, six years. And she said, you know what, I did play baseball with the boys before I started softball. Reminds me of Rain Wilson. Next pitch shows bunt, swing, and a miss after she pulled back and were even at 1-1. and Rain, of course, 2016, Atlee graduate, now with Duke University. First-team All-ACC last year in the first year of Duke softball's history. And she tried out for the USA baseball team and was a finalist at one point in the tryouts. We get a bunt attempt, and it'll be foul. And Niles will have to come back and try it again behind the count one ball and two strikes. Three brothers and sisters, Kristen is. She's the second of four in the Niles family. Right-handed hitter back into the back half of the batter's box. Peterson looking for strikeout number seven to get out of this third inning. The pitch, swing and a miss, and she gets it. Strike three, out three, and an easy inning for Atlee. As they'll come back to bat top four, still enjoying the 3 nothing lead. The good news, Peterson dominates so far in the circle if you're an Atley All-Star fan. The bad news, you look up at the scoreboard and you feel like you've you you've 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 done better than a three nothing lead. That's a very tentative lead. Three runs can be picked up pretty quickly. And so Atley will see if they can add to that lead when we come back after this sixty, sixty second time out. We go to the fourth, Atley three, Chesterfield nothing. The twenty eighteen eight to ten softball district five Little League Championship rolls on here on 102.9 two nine, the Mater.
2: Hey, small businesses, listen to these stats. Seventy-five percent of reported cyber attacks target small businesses. One million dollars, that's the average impact of a cyber attack on small and medium-sized businesses. And did you know that of those businesses, 60 percent go under within six months of a cyber attack? That's why you need ARCS Cyber. They advise, educate, assist, and deliver the kind of cybersecurity you need in these times of hacking and ransomware. Just visit ARCS Cyber on the web at www.arxcyber.io.
3: Massey Wood & West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923. Offering the finest in Heil heating and cooling products. Depend on Massey Wood & West for professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, gas or oil furnaces by Heil Heating and Cooling Products. Depend on Massey Wood & West for all your heating needs. Call 355-1721. That's 355-1721. Massey Wood & West.
1: And a big thank you to our fans, our friends at Massey, Wood, and West, serving the Richmond area now nearly a century. Since 1923, they have been huge supporters of sports here on the Mater, and we thank them for their sponsorship of our championship coverage here from Little League District 5. Fans, tonight's broadcast is an explicit presentation of 102.9 The Mater, District 5 Little League, and Little League International and is intended solely for the private, non-commercial use of our audience. Any rebroadcast or other use of tonight's broadcast without the express written consent of 5th Estate Broadcasting, LLC, and Little League International is strictly prohibited. For more information on Little League, just go to littleleague.org. That's littleleague.org. Top of the fourth athlete at bat with a 3 nothing lead. The third baseman turn hour to the plate, and Figgy, ready to deal. First pitch, line towards second, and that time right into the glove of the second baseman, Branch, for the first out of the two, inning. That ball didn't sail quite as high, and Branch was able to make the catch glove just above her hairline. So one out, and we'll get an offensive substitution.
0: That's about number nine, Grace Gordon.
1: And this will be Grace Gordon coming to Platt right-handed hitter with one out nobody on here in the top of the fourth inning gordon right-handed hitter crowds the plate think he's ready first pitch lined over the third baseman's head into left field for a base hit gets past the left fielder briefly and gordon with a first pitch base hit solidly into left and grace aboard with one out here in the fourth Grace was a David Ortiz fan when during his days with the Red Sox, he's still a Red Sox fan, but now our favorite pro, pro college player, formerly basketball star for VCU Mo Alley Cox, now applying his trade trying to be a tight end in the National Football League. Now another offensive substitution, McKenzie Morgan coming up to the plate, with Gordon at first and one out here in the fourth for Adley. First pitch swing and a miss for strike one. Morgan, a fan of Virginia Tech. If you're serving her dinner, Italian is the perfect place to take her. She loves spaghetti, and she also loves pizza. And she's also a gymnast and a cheerleader. thinky ready. Ahead in the count 0-1, and the pitch. Outside, 1-1. One one, Gordon heading down to second. The throw is in time. And Gordon is caught trying to steal second base, and that fires up the Chesterfield bench and the Chesterfield defense. Diggy turns around, points at her battery mate, the catcher. That was a beautiful throw by Niles. Suddenly two out and nobody on. And maybe that's the spark that will light up Chesterfield here. Down 3-0, top four. 1-1 the count with two down. Fly the ball into shallow center field, and the center fielder comes in and makes the catch for the third out of the inning. And could that be the momentum swing Chesterfield has been looking for? Brooklyn Laney with a beautiful catch in center. They get Gordon out, caught trying to catch stealing a second base for the second out. Laney with a nice catch in center for three outs in the top of the fourth. And now, can they take advantage of the momentum and answer? And finally get some runs on the board here. Time beginning to run out. Six-inning game, so they have nine offensive outs left. Bottom fourth, three nothing, Atley with the lead, back in sixty seconds here on one oh two nine, the Mater.
0: Since nineteen forty six, Arthur's Electric Service has been your place to buy outdoor power equipment. Whether you need a new lawnmower, saw, trimmer, or a blower. Arthurs has a variety of quality brands like Taro, Snapper, Steel, Echo, and Billy Goat. At Arthurs, you can compare brands to find the equipment that best suits your needs. It's the only place you need to go to shop for outdoor power equipment, parts, and service. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30. Call Arthurs at 264-2513. Financing available. Established in 2011, Hanover Specialties is a small woman-owned business in Mechanicsville. They have over 30 years of experience in the commercial construction industry. With Division 8 and 10 Specialties, they supply and install a wide range of products from hollow metal doors and frames, wood doors and hardware, to toilet accessories, lockers, fire protection equipment, and more. Hanover Specialties takes great pride in their competitive pricing and commitment to outstanding community service. Visit them online at HanoverSpecialties.com. Com.
1: Bottom four now, Chesterfield coming up, down 3 nothing. trying to figure out Sophia Peterson, who has struck out seven over three innings of work. Yeah, we were mentioning a few moments ago a couple of players whose favorite player of softball note is Grayson Radcliffe, the PH alum. And seven, during the break, I turn around to my left, and who do I see but Grayson, and also a Duke softball player and 2017 Atlee Graduate three-time state champion Peyton St. George. Both of them here tonight taking in the championship game. First pitch to Figgy from Peterson is high for ball one. Erica Figgy leading off the bottom of the fourth for Chesterfield. Good to see the current generation rooting on the next generation. 1-0 pitch. Line toward third base but foul and will be even at one ball and one strike. Erica's favorite player, college softball-wise, is Lily Piper. She is the shortstop at Ohio State University. One-one the count, pitcher against pitcher in this at bat. Figgy deep back in the batter's box, left-handed hitter. The pitch, foul down the third base line, and the count will be one and two now. On Erica Figgy, Atley scored two in the first, one in the third, for their three-to-nothing lead. They've had one defensive gem in center field. And most of the rest of the work in the field has been done in the circle by Sophia Peterson. Now the 1-2. Too much outside. trying to nip the corner and it got away from Peterson. And Figgy's even now at 2-2. Six innings we play. Bottom of the fourth is where we're at. And 3-0 the score at Lee in front. 2-2. Got her at the knees on the outside corner for strike three called. And Figgy goes back to the dugout. And with one out here in the bottom of the fourth inning, that brings up Jillian Bossler, Chesterfield shortstop, and one of those Radcliffe fans we mentioned a moment ago. So eight Ks and three and a third innings for Peterson. First pitch, check swing, got the corner at the knees, for strike one called. Jillian Bossler, the shortstop for the Chesterfield All-Stars. Big hole up the middle, if she could tap one pass, Peterson in the circle. Next pitch, high, and we're even at one ball and one strike. Right fielder way off the line, so if you pop one over the first baseman's head, you could be running a while, too. A lot of room left center field right now, too. 1-1 pitch. Swing and a miss. A bit late on the swing. And Bossler down to the count. One ball and two strikes here. With one out, bottom of the fourth inning. Peterson ready. This is high. Two and two. Even count. Two balls, two strikes. One out here. Bottom of the fourth. Chesterfield batting. Down 3 nothing. Atlee trying to wrap up the 8-10 softball title tonight. The 2-2. Off-speed misses inside, three and two. Don't think Peterson had the greatest grip on that one as that ball awkwardly spun toward the plate. And a rare full count. We haven't had many of those tonight. Three and two here coming from Peterson. Got her at the knees. Strike three called. Umpire wants a moment with Bossler after the strike three call. Wait a minute. Bossler's going to get to first, and I think the umpire had reversed his call and said it was ball four, so the uh, Atlee coach will come and ask about that, and and certainly so. The initial call was strike three. It was borderline. Could have gone either way.
3: Not the bat, number 31, Brooklyn Laney. And
1: I don't mind seeing an ump who's not afraid to reverse his call if he felt like he made the wrong one. So now a quick timeout. Home plate umpire is going to have a word with Sophia, and we have a Chesterfield runner at first with one out in the bottom of the fourth inning. Chesterfield's All-Stars down 3-0, and Brooklyn Laney coming up to bat. Brooklyn was the one who hit the nice shot into center field that Crofton grabbed with a fantastic catch back early in the game. It saved one Chesterfield run and possibly more. First pitch to Brooklyn, tapped. Foul, back to the screen, and it's 0-1. This bossler was taken off for second. And with the foul tip, 0-1 the count, and she'll have to retreat to first. Brooklyn, got that bent batting stance, ready. Next pitch, called strike one, trying to steal second. The throw just a bit short, and Bossler is able to get in underneath the shortstop. And advanced to second. It was a nice throw. It just needed to go about another foot and a half. And had it done so, Bossler would have been out there at second base. So Bossler acting like a cat with nine lives right now. She's at second. 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. And Laney is retired. That's the second out of the inning. And that is the ninth strikeout tonight for Peterson. And that's a big strikeout. As Laney is certainly one of the top batters and power threats for Chesterfield. So two out, runner at second base. Chesterfield trying to get on the board here in the fourth, down by three. And Amelia Makovic to the plate, her first at-bat tonight. First pitch, swing and a miss on the fastball low, and the count is 0-1. Willborn the catcher, will run the ball back to the circle to make sure the runner at second stays there. Amelia likes taco salad, and she wants to be a veterinarian one day. A very admirable career. Next pitch, it's a foul. It hit her, but it was after it hit her bat. And so immediately coaches is going to, Take a look at her. Now she's running towards first, and maybe the call was a hit batsman. I'm not sure about that. The initial call seemed to be it would have been a foul ball, and that, that is what it is. So Amelia's heading back, but she's in some pain. So they need to check on her right wrist. As the ball went off the bat and immediately onto that wrist, and Peterson, even at 10 years old, has some pretty good velocity on that ball. And they're checking on Amelia, both coaches and the umpire, to see if she's going to be able to continue or not. So timeout call. They're going to put ice on that right wrist for Amelia, and the home plate umpire will allow an injury substitution here. Yeah, The coach at Chesterfield and rightful so is talking with the home plate umpire because Makovic was a, was an offensive substitution. And now she is injured and being attended to putting ice on that right wrist. She's a tough cookie, let me tell you. She goes and sits down on the bench and the way that the way that ball spun off the bat. I mean, it was like instantaneous. Hit the bat, hit the wrist and immediately she started feeling the pain. She's being attended to right now. They're on the bench in a, like I said, a tough young lady in Makovic. But the Chesterfield coaches want to make sure that they follow all the rules in terms of offensive substitutions. There are rules about making sure that all the players get a chance to play in the game, and they just want to make sure that they are not penalized because Makovic's at-bat ends up being with an injury substitution, and Cousins has the batting helmet and the bat on, and we would assume she would take the place, and the count would stay at no balls and two strikes. Conversation continues here to make sure everything is okay. Yeah, but how does that, how does that affect the completion of an at-bat? Because yeah, we're in the... And she The question here is the fact that this is the middle of an at-bat. This did not take place on a play where Makovic was hurt during a live ball situation. It happened on a foul ball, and that creates an 0-2 count. So if Cousins comes in for her, Cousins was the original player in the batting order at this position, in Little League, you'll substitute offensively to help all the players on your team play here at the all-star level, and then you can sub your regular back-end defensively, and then later in the, um, in the batting order, if they have another chance to play during the six-inning ga- game, with Cousins at inheriting basically a uh, substitutes at bat, will the substitute uh, basically appear in the box score and adhere to the rules to make sure that Nobody gets in trouble here. Peterson is going to play a little pitch and catch with their third baseman to stay loose during what has turned out to be a pretty long delay, and now I think we have it straight. So Cousins will inherit the 0-2 count, with two out and a runner at second here in the bottom of the fourth. The bottom line on this situation is, is that Cousins has one strike here and a runner in scoring position and a run Chesterfield needs. The pitch, swing and a miss. And with all of that said and done, Cousins swings and misses for strike three. Peterson now has ten strikeouts. Chesterfield strands a runner at second. And they're now down to six offensive outs remaining. We'll go to the fifth. Peterson pitching a gym, but at least, probably in the back of their minds are thinking, we might need more than three here. And they'll come to bat and try to extend this lead. Three-nothing to the fifth we go after this 60-second timeout. It is the 8-10 Softball District 5 Little League Championship on 1029 The Mater.
3: Massey Wood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923. Offering the finest in Heil heating and cooling products. Depend on Massey Wood & West for professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, gas or oil furnaces by Hyle Heating & Cooling Products. Depend on Massey Wood & West for all your heating needs. Call 355-1721. That's
0: 355-1721. Massey Wood & West. Since 1946, Arthur's Electric Service has been your place to buy outdoor power equipment. Whether you need a new lawnmower, saw, trimmer, or a blower, Arthur's has a variety of quality brands like Taro, Snapper, Steel, Echo, and Billy Goat. At Arthur's, you can compare brands to find the equipment that best suits your needs. It's the only place you need to go to shop for outdoor power equipment, parts, and service. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30. Call Arthur's at 264-2513. Finance available
1: back live here at the complex little atley little league it is the district five eight to ten softball championship rob with them along with you Atlee coming to bat top of the fifth and the top of the order it'll be the first baseman ava carter who scored one of atley's two runs in the first and they're up three nothing here in the top of the fifth and as much as we talked about Sophia Peterson's performance tonight in the circle. We have to give Erica Figgy her due, the left-handed hurler for Chesterfield. A little shaky start, just a couple of runs in the first inning, and has done a very good job ever since. Giving her team a chance, if they can get the offensive spark, to get right back in this game. And her first pitch to Carter is at the knees across for strike one. Erica is a fighter. And she has done a wonderful job in the circle so far tonight in inning number five of work. That pitch grounded towards short, handled cleanly, throw to first in time, and Carter is retired for the first out of inning number five.
0: Now to bat, number 13, Addison Pittman.
1: So one away here in the top of the fifth inning, and Attlee continuing with the 3-0 lead. And offensive substitution Addison Pittman will come to the plate. Pittman, a right-handed hitter. Figgy gets set with one out and nobody on. First pitch. Swing and a miss for strike one. Pittman. Her favorite color is blue. She loves to sing. And she goes zip-lining. An adventurous young lady. The 01 pitch. Grounder back to the pitcher. Figgy handles it, turns around the throw to first. And Pittman is retired for the second out of the inning. So with two down here in the fifth, that brings up Camden Metz. Metz scored the third run for Atley, earning a single, stealing second, reaching third on an error, and scoring on a passed ball. First pitch misses outside for ball one. Camden has two dogs and a ferret. And she also enjoys playing basketball. 1 0 pitch coming now from Figgy. Right down the middle at the knees for strike one. 1 and 1 the count now. Camden Mets with two out, nobody on here in the top of the fifth. Atlee leading 3 to nothing. Atlee wins tonight. They win the title. Chesterfield wins. They force a winner take all game tomorrow afternoon. Next pitch fisted past Figgy. Second baseman charges. Throw to first. In time for the out, and that's a quick inning defensively for Chesterfield, and now they get back to the plate, and trying to find a way to break Sophia Peterson, who has 10 strikeouts in four innings, at least six outs away from the District 5 championship, 3 nothing, middle of the fifth, back after this 60-second timeout, as we continue the District 5 8-10 to softball title game here live on 102.9 The Mater.
2: Hey, small businesses, listen to these stats. Seventy-five percent of reported cyber attacks target small businesses. One million dollars! That's the average impact of a cyber attack on small and medium-sized businesses. And did you know that of those businesses, 60% go under within six months of a cyber attack? That's why you need ARC's Cyber. They advise, educate, assist, and deliver the kind of cybersecurity you need in these times of hacking and ransomware. Just visit ARC's Cyber on the web at www.arxcyber.io. The largest organ of the human body is the skin. That's right. So taking care of your skin is pretty important. Some skin conditions are unsightly, like acne, but some are downright dangerous, like moles or infections. And worst of all, you can't always see those things because they're in a place you can't quite reach. It's a good idea to see a dermatologist at least once a year. And a good one to see is James River Dermatology. They have two locations for you on Alvisor Plaza in Midlothian and in Mechanicsville on Mechanicsville Turnpike. Call for an appointment at 379-0116 or just go online to jamesriverderm.com. I feel better already.
1: We go to the bottom of the fifth inning here at Atley Little League, the 8-10 to softball championship on the line. Atlee has led from wire to wire so far. Two runs in the first, an insurance run a couple of innings ago. And now, Chesterfield to bat, bottom of the fifth inning. They've got the fifth and sixth innings to try to find three to tie and four to take the lead or maybe walk it off in the sixth and force the winner-take-all final tomorrow afternoon. Aislinn Bossler to the plate, third baseman, and the leadoff hitter in this bottom of the fifth for the Chesterfield All-Stars. Peterson is ready and fires. Line down the left right field line, and that's a fair ball. That's a base hit for Bossler. Briefly gets past the right fielder. She's heading to second, and she's in with a single, and she'll reach second on the air. And Aislinn Bossler, just like that, gets in scoring position. Lead off, hitter on, and in scoring position. Offensive substitution here, Kaylee Mitchell will come to the plate. Right-handed hitter, nobody out bottom fifth. First pitch low, ball one, gets away from Wilburn, heading to third. The throw, safe. Throw just a bit late. And the runner reaches third and will ask for time, Bossler will. Gets the high five from her coach. And Aceland is a base away from putting Chesterfield on the board. 1-0 the count here to Mitchell. Nobody out, bottom five. Chesterfield trying to rally. Pitch swing and a miss, and we're even at one ball and one strike. Kaylee once hit three home runs in a single game, and she also made a double play unassisted as a catcher. And loves her some Florida State Seminoles. Next pitch swing and a miss. Mitchell behind in the count, one and two, with Bossler at third and nobody out. Chesterfield trying to get their first run of the evening and cut the lead down to just two. Bottom fifth, nothing Atlee if you're just joining us. The 1-2. Swing and a miss, and it's strikeout number 11 for Sophia Peterson. And it's one down. Three, here in the fifth, Bossler still at third, and Kennedy Branch, the right fielder, to the plate. Branch chokes up on that bat. Peterson gets the call. Shows bunt, taps at bunt, foul. And the count will be 0-1, and Bossler will return to first, and Branch will head back to the plate. Good thought, almost laid it down nicely. And a quick word with her coach. 0-1 the count. Bossler at third. Chesterfield down, 3-0, one out, bottom of the fifth. Trying to get their first run of the evening. Looking for a way to get the comeback win to force a winner-take-all game tomorrow. Atley wants to win it and wrap it up tonight. The 0-1 showing a bunt. Pulls back, swings, misses, and Branch is now behind 0-2. State tournament for 8-10 to softball begins on Thursday in Bristol, Virginia. About as far west as you can go in Virginia and stay in the Commonwealth. The 0-2, high. One ball and two strikes. Branch thought about it and held her swing, and... That was a smart decision. She'll stay alive at one ball and two strikes. Peterson ready. The pitch. Line back to Peterson. Got it. She'll go back to third? No, because the third baseman wasn't quite there, so she couldn't try to throw to third and get the double play. Bossler will retreat, and now there are two down here in the fifth as Peterson helps herself defensively with the line shot from Branch right back to her for the second out of the inning. Chesterfield has left multiple runners on base tonight. They don't want to strand Vossler here. Two down in the fifth. First pitch, low and inside. Ball one to Abby Conwell. Conwell a fan of the Washington Huskies. Now in a big situation trying to keep this inning going. Swing and a miss, and we're even at one ball and one strike. Peterson would match her jersey number. If she could get a strike out here, she'd have an even dozen through five. Right now, she doesn't care about striking. She just wants to get the out. Get the out and move that inning number on the scoreboard to number six. 1-1. One, Cat one. foul. We go one and two. One ball, two strikes. The count on Conwell. With two out here in the bottom of the fifth. Chesterfield trying so hard to get that first run on the board. Peterson is ready. The one-two inside, low. In fact, almost hit the batter, and the count is two and two on Conwell. Abby Conwell, right-handed hitter. Gabby Plain, her favorite collegiate softball player. Two and two, the count. Bosler still at third. Peterson ready, and the pitch. Off-speed, swing and a miss, and that's strike three. And Peterson does get strikeout number twelve. In five innings of work. They strand Bossler at third. Chesterfield down to their final three outs offensively, but they got to get work done defensively to keep the margin at just three. We go to the sixth. At least three, Chesterfield nothing. Back after this 60-second timeout as the 2018 District 5 8-10 to softball championship rolls on on 102.9 The Mater.
3: Massey Wood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923. Offering the finest in Heil heating and cooling products. Depend on Massey Wood and West for professional service and installation of standby generators, tankless water heaters, gas logs, gas or oil furnaces by Heil Heating and Cooling Products. Depend on Massey Wood and West for all your heating needs. Call 355-1721.
0: That's 355-1721. Massey Wood and West. Established in 2011, Hanover Specialties is a small woman-owned business in Mechanicsville. They have over 30 years of experience in the commercial construction industry. With Division 8 and 10 Specialties, they supply and install a wide range of products, from hollow metal doors and frames, wood doors and hardware, to toilet accessories, lockers, fire protection equipment, and more. Hanover Specialties takes great pride in their competitive pricing and commitment to outstanding community service. Visit them online at HanoverSpecialties.com.
1: Well, the offensive hero of inning number one will kick off the sixth here for Atlee, as we'll get to see Cadence Wilborn, who had a two-RBI single to put Atlee up 2 nothing early in this game tonight. And they've held the lead since with an insurance run added in in the middle innings. It's 3 nothing Atlee leading Chesterfield in the all-important sixth. As Erica Thiggy gets set for her sixth inning of work in the circle for Chesterfield, Hoping to keep that score at 3-0 and then hoping her teammates can rally and somehow get a walk-off and extend their season in the bottom of the frame. Rob with them along with you here live. WHAN Ashland Richmond, W275BQ Ashland. As you're listening to coverage of the Little League District 5 championships here on 102.9 The Mater. Again. On-demand podcast of this game will go up later tonight at rbasportsnetwork.com. If you have family and friends who wanted to tune in tonight, they'll be able to listen to it anytime, on-demand, 24-7, at rbasportsnetwork.com. It'll be up later tonight. We'll put up a link immediately on our WHAN Facebook page. Like us on Facebook at 1029WHAN. Biggie is ready. The first pitch to Wilborn is fouled back to the screen. And the count is 0-1. Lead-off hitter of the sixth inning. Two RBI on the night. And a good work at catcher, too. The next pitch. Misses outside. And the count is 1-1 to Cadence. At least three. Chesterfield, nothing. As the sun has descended below the trees. But the sun has not officially set yet. That's about another half hour away. 3 0 pitch, excuse me, 1 1 pitch is high and outside. And that'll be ball two, 2 and 1. The eyes glanced at the score rather than the count. 2 and 1 on Willboard. Lead off hitter for Atley here, top of inning six. Figgy set, delivers the 2 1. Outside, 3 and 1. And something Figgy has not done much of tonight is get into. Deep holes on the count, neither pitcher really has. And you can tell you're at a high level of tournament play at the Little League level when there are not many walks. Regular season play, you tend to see quite a few. Wilborn steps out of the batter's box briefly, asks for time, now she's back in. Figgy, down 3-1, pitches. Grounder to short, two hopper, handled, throw to first, one down. Here in the sixth as Wilborn is retired. Now to bat, number 11, KC Doughty. So one away, top of the sixth, then Casey Dowdy will come to the plate. Nice patient play there by the shortstop, Bossler. The left side of the infield for Chesterfield is the law firm of Bossler and Bossler. Aislinn over there at third base. Dowdy is ready, and the first pitch is in front of the plate for ball one. Casey tonight's right fielder. She's a New England Patriots fan when it's football season, and she's a fan of Julian Edelman. So I'm sure she'll be happy to see him finally get back on the field at some point this season. 1-0 pitch. Pfister foul down the third baseline, and the count's even at 1-1. One and one. With nobody on here in the top of the sixth inning. Dowdy, right in the middle of that batter's box. Diggy gets the sign, toes the rubber, and the pitch. Swing and a miss. She chased outside, and it's one and two now to Casey Dowdy. Adley would love to pick up some insurance runs here before they head defensively into the bottom of this would-be final inning. The one two. Fly ball down the right field line, hooking, and it'll be foul. Right fielder couldn't get to the play, but it drops about three feet to the right-hand side of the line. And we'll do it again at one ball and two strikes as we hit just after 8 o'clock on this Friday evening in Hanover County, Virginia. Rob with them along with you live. First of five District 5 Little League title t- games here on 102.9. The 1-2 the pitch. Grounded a third. Bossler handles it. Long throw coming. Got her. And a beautiful job by Conwell at first to stretch out and hang on to that ball. Beautiful play defensively, and there are two out here in the top of the sixth inning.
0: Now bat, number three, Blake Crawford.
1: With two out, offensive sub, it'll be Blake Crawford coming in to hit for Peterson, the pitcher. And then Sophia will undoubtedly re-enter in the bottom of the sixth inning. Infield playing in. Let's see if Crawford shows Bunt. First pitch. Nope. Lines it towards second. It's a one hopper. Handled. Throw to first. In time, Crawford retired. And we're at the middle of the sixth. Sophia Peterson has 12 strikeouts in five innings. Attlee needs three outs to claim the District 5 title and the trip to Bristol, Virginia. We'll see if they do it after this 60 second timeout as you're listening to the District 5 Little League Softball Championship on 1029 The Mater. Hey, small businesses,
2: listen to these stats. Seventy-five percent of reported cyber attacks target small businesses. One million dollars! That's the average impact of a cyber attack on small and medium-sized businesses. And did you know that of those businesses, 60 percent go under within six months of a cyber attack? That's why you need Arc Cyber. They advise, educate, assist, and deliver the kind of cybersecurity you need in these times of hacking and ransomware. Just visit ARC's Cyber on the web at www.arxcyber.io.
0: Since 1946, Arthur's Electric Service has been your place to buy outdoor power equipment. Whether you need a new lawnmower, saw, trimmer, or a blower... Arthurs has a variety of quality brands, like Taro, Snapper, Steel, Echo, and Billy Goat. At Arthurs, you can compare brands to find the equipment that best suits your needs. It's the only place you need to go to shop for outdoor power equipment, parts, and service. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30. Call Arthurs at 264-2513. Financing available.
1: In their first meeting earlier this week... Attlee defeated Chesterfield 6-1. It clinched a berth in tonight's game. Chesterfield had to win last night against Tuckahoe, which they did in fine fashion, 20-3, to clinch a spot here in the title game, knowing they'd have to win twice to win the championship. And now they have three outs to try to find three runs to extend the night or four runs to walk it off and force a winner-take-all game tomorrow afternoon. Atlee, three defensive outs away from the championship. It will be the catcher, Kristen Niles, to lead things off here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Chesterfield needs three runs. Atlee needs three outs. The first pitch showing bunt high for ball one. Sophia Peterson with 12 strikeouts and five innings of work. Chesterfield has left at least three runners on base. The 1-0 shows a bunt. That's a fair ball. Wilborn hurries to get it. Throw to first. Dropped. And she's safe. Niles will reach. That would have been a bang-bang play at first base. But in that situation, you got to grab it. And that'll bring up the pitcher Figgy with a runner on, nobody out, and the time run on deck here in the bottom of the sixth. Figgy, the left handed hitter, pitcher versus pitcher here. Erica ready, Peterson ready, the first pitch. Slapper, foul, and it'll be strike one. Across the way, Tuckahoe National and the Huguenot American are playing for the right to play Tuckahoe American in the eight to ten title game. Airtime tomorrow morning, ten twenty-five. We'll be back at you tomorrow morning with our second of five championship games here on 1029 the Mater. Oh one the count. Figgy seth Peterson delivers. Check swing called strike two. Niles will head to second. Warburton had a little bit of trouble with the ball. And that gave Niles enough time to head down to second base. So the count will be no balls and two strikes. Niles will be at second. And we have a conversation now and a timeout called as the coach for Chesterfield comes to the home plate umpire asking about the previous pitch. And we'll get the third umpire, the field umpire on the right hand side of the field, involved in the conversation too. Right now, the count is 0 2 with a runner at second and nobody out here in the bottom of the sixth inning. And I believe it's going to stay that way. So Figgy gets back into the box. Down, no balls, and two strikes. Niles now at second base. Nobody out, bottom six. Sophia taking her time here this time. Now she's ready. The pitch. Line toward third, it's dropped on the one hop, and everybody's safe. Niles will hang on at second. The third baseman couldn't quite make the catch. To Turnauer's defense, the ball had a very difficult spin to it. So if you got it into the glove, you were going to have to grab it for dear life, or it could spin out. And it was a combination of the spin and the glove on the ground that made it difficult for Turnauer Right there, and the Atley coaching staff is going to take a minute and ask their infield to come in and kind of settle them down because the tying run for Chesterfield is now at the plate. There is nobody out here in the bottom of the sixth, and Jillian Bussler is coming to bat. Peterson has had 12 strikeouts tonight. She could use a 13th right here. Tying run at the plate. It's Bosler, Gillian, the shortstop. First pitch coming. Off speed, low. Ball one. Nice block by Wilborn so that neither runner could advance. Figgy at first. Niles at second. Nobody out. Tying run. Bossler ahead in the count. One ball and no strikes. Peterson ready. The next pitch. Swing and a miss, and we're even at one and one. And Atley's got some work to do to finish this championship off here in the sixth inning. Jillian tightens up on that bat. Sophia slams that ball into her glove. She'll get the sign and toe the rubber the count 1-1. One, one. The pitch. Got her at the knees inside corner. It's one and two now on Bossler. Two strikes here and Bossler is going to have to be protecting and swinging at just about anything. To try to stay alive. Nobody out, two on. Peterson ready, the one two. Missed inside, two balls, two strikes. Niles at second. Figgy at first. Bossler even in the count, two and two. Peterson gets the sign, the pitch. High gets away from the catcher, takes a bad hop toward first base, and both runners will advance to second and to third, and the count will be full at three and two to Jillian Bossler. Chesterfield can't ask for anything more than this. A golden opportunity to extend the game and their season. Three and two the count. Peterson with a big breath and now toes the rubber. Payoff pitch. Just foul. Just foul. Niles goes back to third. Figgy will go back to second. The ball goes off of the catcher, Wilborn. And now she is being attended to, and we have an official's timeout. So a three and two foul goes off the, pit, the uh, catcher's hand. And let's reset everything here for you right now during this injury timeout. Figgy is at second. Niles is at third. There are nobody out here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Bossler, Jillian Bossler, the shortstop, faces a three and two count. She represents the tying run with Chesterfield down three to nothing. At scored two in the first. They've had the lead ever since. Chesterfield has had opportunities to score. They've left runners on base. Sophia Peterson had 12 strikeouts in the first five innings, and she. Could really use one right here with a 3-2 coming. Coach Faradley is asked if Wilborn can throw a couple of balls back to the pitcher Peterson just to practice and make sure that she can continue to play. Now she took a shot off of her throwing hand, her right hand. Anybody doesn't think 8-10 to softball isn't physical, Softball is a very physical sport. It is also very fast. You have to have fantastic reflex and reaction times, especially if you're a catcher or if you're at third base. And the higher level you go, the tougher it gets. Because it's not a 90-foot stretch from one base to the next as it is in baseball. Everything is quicker in softball. Wilborn will play on behind the plate. The count is three balls and two strikes with nobody out, and runners at second and third. Bossler could walk to load the bases. Let's see what happens. Peterson's ready, and the 3-2 now. Fouled. And we'll try it again at 3-2. Peter, Peterson can't afford to put a put one right down the pike but at the same time she didn't want to lose her either that would be her first walk of the night and load the bases 3-2 low ball four and the bases are loaded with nobody out in the bottom of the sixth Brooklyn inning Laney. and that will bring up center fielder Brooklyn Laney Laney flied out in the first a great catch by Crafton and center And this is the perfect opportunity for Chesterfield. A home run sends us to Saturday. First pitch fouled out of play for strike one. That's the first ball hit out of play tonight. Coaches giving her some last-minute instructions. Don't want her to be too hype in this situation. Brooklyn ready for a big at-bat. Peterson getting the signal. Bases loaded. 0-1 the count. Now the pitch. Foul. Back. Back to the screen, and the count now 0-2. Peterson struck out Laney earlier in this game. A strikeout now would be absolutely huge. She represents their best hope for, for a hit that could get a gapper, get into the corner, and possibly tie this game. 0-2 pitch. Tried to pull the string. It stayed high. One ball and two strikes, and Laney did a nice job to hold on that one. Brooklyn back to the box. One ball, two strikes. Nobody out. Bases loaded. Chesterfield down 3-0. But the winning run is at the plate. 1-2 pitch. Strike three. Call. Got her at the knees. Peterson with a wry smile. Strikeout number 13. And one out in the bottom of the sixth inning. A huge first out. Kirsten Cousins, the left fielder. Now to the plate, and Cousins can be dangerous. Left field down the line is wide open. First pitch, swing, and a miss for strike one. And right now for the defense, if Chesterfield wants to kind of play a game on the basis of try to throw me out, you ignore that completely. If you're Wilborn here as catcher, your, ball, your, your job is to just protect the ball and get it back to Sophia. Next pitch, misses inside, one ball and one strike. Check that. He called that strike two. So the count is no balls and two strikes. Peterson closes her eyes, takes the deep breath. O-2 pitch. That's low. One and two. And a couple of ooze from the crowd, as a few thought maybe that was the same pitch that got Brooklyn Laney a moment ago. One and two to Cousins. Base is loaded. The winning run is at the plate again. One-two pitch. Check swing low, two and two. Niles at third. Figgy at second. Bossler at first. And the count two and two on Cousins. Peterson ready. The pitch. Tap foul and just staying alive as Cousins at two balls and two strikes. High trauma with the championship at stake. Chesterfield needs a walk-off win to get to tomorrow's winner-take-all game. Atlee wins. They've won the district title. We'll go to two again. Off-speed misses high, and we're going to go full again at three and two. We mentioned earlier tonight, not a lot of full counts tonight, but here we go in the bottom of the sixth with high drama and a full count here to Cousins. Last time it was 3-2. She lost Bossler to the walk. That pitch, swing and a miss, and Cousins goes down. And Sophia Peterson has 14 strikeouts. And there are two out here in the sixth. And the third baseman, Aislinn Bossler, represents the winning run and the final hope for Chesterfield. She's got to reach base to keep this game and season alive. Peterson looks to close it out first pitch swing and a miss for strike one and again the alley defense don't worry about what the base runners are trying to do don't force a bad throw Wilborn catcher just focus on getting it back to Peterson and focus on the hitter 0-1 the count a 15th strike out would seal the championship the 0-1 tap foul and into the catcher's mitt for strike two runner trying to come home and she's safe oh my A brief lapse there for a moment between Wilborn and Peterson, and Niles saw an opportunity, and she flies home and slides in safely. And it's 3-1. Now, we talked about, you know, not being shaken by the runners, juking and jiving down the baselines, but at the same time, you can't fall asleep either. And Attlee gave them a brief opportunity, and Niles took complete and full advantage. But it's 0-2 to Bossler. Peterson ready the O2. Swing and a miss and the Atley All-Stars have won the 2018 District 5 8 to 10 softball championship everyone crowding around Cadence Wilborn the catcher who gutted through that sixth inning after being hurt on her right hand and the Atley All-Stars are on their way to Bristol where they will begin the state tournament on Thursday 3-1 is your final score Chesterfield has the tying run left on base, and Sophia Peterson strikes out 15 batters. Incredible show of sportsmanship as Crawford went to one of the Bosler kids and gave her the biggest hug before the traditional handshakes here at the end of the game. Presentation of medals and the championship banner to come. We'll take a final 60-second timeout, wrap this up, and get you ready for tomorrow morning for the 8-10 to baseball championship. That's after this final 60-second timeout. Attlee wins 3-1 and moves on to the state tournament in Bristol. You're listening to the District 5 Little League Championships on 1029 The Mater.
3: Massey Wood and West Incorporated has been serving the Richmond and surrounding areas since 1923. Offering the finest in Heil heating and cooling products. Depend on Massey Wood and West for professional service and installation of standby generators. Tankless water heaters, gas logs, gas or oil furnaces by Heil heating and cooling products. Depend on Massey Wood and West for all your heating needs. Call 355-1721. That's 355-1721.
2: Massey Wood and West. The largest organ of the human body is... The skin, that's right. So taking care of your skin is pretty important. Some skin conditions are unsightly, like acne, but some are downright dangerous, like moles or infections. And worst of all, you can't always see those things because they're in a place you can't quite reach. It's a good idea to see a dermatologist at least once a year. And a good one to see is James River Dermatology. They have two locations for you on Alvisor Plaza in Midlothian and in Mechanicsville on Mechanicsville Turnpike. Call for an appointment at 379-0116 or just go online to jamesriverderm.com.
1: I feel better already. We are back here at Atlee Little League. What a phenomenal bottom of the sixth inning we just witnessed. Chesterfield fought all game long kept the margin within three runs, had the winning run at the plate on multiple occasions, able to steal a run in, but Sophia Peterson is able to get key strikeouts to end the game. She finishes with 15 Ks, but we've got to give huge credit as well to her battery mate at catcher, Cadence Wilborn. Not only did she hit the two RBI single in the first inning that proved to be the winning runs in this championship game. She's hit by a ball that is foul-tipped here in the sixth inning. She's in tears and in pain, but she stays in the game knowing how important her responsibility is with Chesterfield threatening to walk off the win and force the winner-take-all game tomorrow. She guts her way through it, and even though they did allow Niles to sneak in from third in between two pitches... Peterson and Wilborn, the battery, did a great job for the most part except for that one little snafu to keep focus on each other, get the batters out, not worry about the runners on base, and Atlee holds on for a 3-1 victory. Got to give credit to Peterson's 15 Ks. Got to give credit to Wilborn, great work at catcher, especially in pain in the sixth and the two-run hit in the first. Abigail Crafton. In center field, making that great catch, running catch, basket catch for the third out of the inning on the line shot by Brooklyn Laney. That had it gotten behind Crafton, Chesterfield would have scored at least one, possibly two runs on that play. Laney possibly could have hit an inside-the-park home run. So that early on, huge plays in this contest. Chesterfield All-Stars receiving their District 5 runner-up medals, and they did a fantastic job here tonight. Never gave up kept fighting, kept scrapping, and almost sent us to a winner-take-on title game tomorrow. Instead, their season concludes, and the Atlee All-Stars are on their way to Bristol, and they will start playing the state tournament in Bristol, Virginia, on Thursday. Well, fans, thanks so much for being with us here tonight. Our thanks to Ryan Jenkins and Jamie Batten, the president at Atlee Little League, uh, everyone at District 5 Little League for all of their help in getting broadcast number one out of five in the books. We make it a quick turnaround and we are right back with you tomorrow morning at 10.25. That's our airtime for the 8-10 to baseball championship. Tuckahoe American is in, and we'll find out here in a bit. Hope to find the final score out after we get off the air here as to whether they'll face Tuckahoe National or Huguenot American for the championship tomorrow morning. 10.25 airtime, 10.30 scheduled first pitch, same situation if tuckahoe american wins tomorrow they win the championship if tonight's winner wins and gives tuckahoe american their first loss they would have a winner take all game on sunday we're back on tuesday night as well back here at field number three for the major softball championship teams to be determined and that game starts at 6 30 we'll be on the air at 6 25. Podcast of tonight's game will be available at rvasportsnetwork.com later tonight. We'll post a link on our W H A N Facebook page. So make sure you check that out. Or also we'll post the link on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at the Mater W-H-A-N. That's the T-H-G Mater M-A-T-E-R W-H-A-N. A big thanks to Calvin Cecil back at the studio. For making the production seamless as always, and a major thank you to our sponsors, whose names you'll hear in just a moment, for making tonight's broadcast possible. The Atley 8 to 10 softball All Stars are on their way to Bristol. Congratulations as they received the banner, 3-1 winners over Chesterfield, the first of five champions to be crowned here, live on the Mater. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning at 10:25 for the 8 to 10 baseball championship. Until then, Rob Witham saying Mater music is next. Have a great Friday night and good night from Atley Little
0: League. In Sports has brought you the District 5 Little League Baseball Championships. Today's game has been brought to you by Arthur's Electric, ARC Cyber, Hanover Specialties. James River Dermatology, and Massey Wood and West. Thank you for listening, everybody. And we invite you to join us again here on WHAN 1029, The Mater.